As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Everything's good on this TV theme song Thursday. Hey, Chris, I just wanted to uh, say something real quick. Um, I'm share this story. As you heard today, Rupert Murdoch from Fox stepped down, right, of running that uh, corporation for a long time. And I think you know this story. Maybe Rob G and Alex have probably heard we me tell it before. It, that's all right. Yeah, I just <laughs> not two, not three. What well, I didn't tell it that many times. Not five, but not I, six, but I think not seven. seven. But I think it's an important story for people, young people listening, and that's all. That's the reason I'm telling it again. I was 16 years old, and again, <laughs> and again. Would you guys stop? Have your fun. It's not fun. It could be you don't know. We get new listeners all the time, so you yeah, could have okay. some new people who have never heard the story. But anyway. I was a 16-year-old kid in New York, and the school paper took forever to come out. <laughs> no, why? why, Alex? Why? floor is yours, Rob. I'm not paying attention. <laughs> took forever to come out. So I went home, and I, I was frustrated, and I said I wanted to start my own all-sports newspaper. But the principal told me, no way, no how. We don't have money for it. The kids are going to throw it on the ground. But it didn't stop me. You know what I did? Went home to my kitchen table, took out my typewriter, and I wrote three letters to the three newspaper publishers in New York. The New York Times, the Daily News, and the New York Post. 
The Daily News didn't write me back. The New York Post, I mean, the New York Times wrote me a letter back saying it was against their company policy. Thank you, Chris, and your paper. Wow. They, have, they wanted no interest, no nothing. And guess what? The one letter I got back from Rupert Murdoch, 210 South Street and the New York Post, and that guy sent me a check for $50 to start my all-sports newspaper, Sportsline. And just think about this, Chris. The, the National, which was the first all-sports newspaper in this country, I remember that. came out 11 years after my idea. Came out like 9 or 10 years after my idea. But anyway, my message to everybody was listening today. Was your newsletter National? No, but an all-sports <laughs> <just> newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, that is a heartwarming story, man. No, Did but, you ever get to meet Rupert Yes, Murdoch? and told him that at, at the at Undisputed. One day he was at, in the studio really? and I told him the story. Yes, I, I did. I've never met him. And you know what, Chris? The, the, the story I guess I wanted for young people listening out there, follow your dream. Is it that hard to reach out to people or to write a letter, tell them what you're interested in and what you're trying to do? You never know what can happen. And Rupert Murdoch inspired me into being in journalism when he helped me start an all-sports newspaper. That's it. Now, that is a great story, man. Real talk. Uh, you know, we playing around with you. But that's a great story. And, uh, yeah, um, so long to Rupert Murdoch. I know. Uh, Was he, like, 90-something years old, isn't he? He's up there. He's up there. All right. All right. Uh, let's introduce the Odd Couple crew. We got super producer Rob G in the house. We got DJ Alex Teichert, a.k.a. Alex the Vegan star of Teicher's Tower of Trivia, which will be in the third hour of this show. On the updates is hey, Steve. our man Steve DeSager. And on social media, none other than the great Elijah Sabuna. Yeah. All right, uh, Rob, the big news of the day, ugh, devastating news. Whether you're a Cowboys fan or not, it's just unfortunate. And I'm sure everybody's feeling for uh, this young man, Trayvon Diggs, one of the best cornerbacks in the league, uh, bro, uh, tore his ACL in his knee and will be out for the season. Did it in practice, Rob. Uh, just a one-on-one drill and uh, tore the ACL. He'll miss the rest of the season. And um, first, it's just unfortunate. You hate to see anybody get hurt. Um, you want these teams, no matter who you pull for, you you want your teams to battle fair and square. And so um, it's just a bad loss for the NFL because he is a top player. And obviously, Rob, it's huge for the Dallas Cowboys, who at least through two games were looking like a historic defense. And they'll still be great. I think they'll still be great, and I still think they're a contender. But it's still a big loss uh, of Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, I mean, anytime you lose a player who you were counting on, it it is a uh, it's a blow. But the NFL is 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 the league that every year. I mean, how many players, Chris? How many great players go down, get hurt? Aaron Rodgers four snaps. I mean, this yep. is what the NFL is. And, and, it's and, an and, and let's keep it real. Even baseball and basketball now. Right. But I'm just yeah. saying in football it's it's more it's you know prevalent like you could get hurt in a game and those guys yeah, in baseball they get hurt. hurt you know what I mean yeah. but but yeah. but usually uh 
not like football. I think the other two get hurt just as much, but I think football, obviously, every single play. It's just, right, it's just right. more dangerous. It's just right, it's right. That's what I mean. You know what I mean? In baseball, if you're in the outfield, you might not get hurt and right, get hit right. with a ball or something else. But anyway, the point is, it's uh, it's very disappointing. Um, uh, if you're the Cowboys, uh, if you're a Cowboys fan and whatnot, but it's it's what you have to do. You have to shake it off, and you have to uh, hope that somebody else can step up. And uh, you know they're not going to replace him, a player of his caliber. But uh, you know, think about this: this uh, season, he's only allowed three catches for 31 yards. That's, yeah, that's incredible. You know, and that's in two full and NFL games. A passer rating of nine against him. Opposing yeah. quarterbacks have a pass rating of nine. Well, Rob, he's he's led the league, or he's tied, actually, since he's joined the league, um, with 18 interceptions tied with J.C. Jackson. Um, 18 interceptions in three years. That is, that is tremendous. And uh, one of the Cowboys' big strengths is their takeaways. They've led the league in takeaways the last two years. First team, I think, since the Pittsburgh Steelers in the 70s. Rob G., correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I think the Pittsburgh Steelers in the 70s were the last team to lead the league in takeaways two straight years. And they had a great chance of doing it for three straight years, but he obviously one of their biggest takeaway guys. Um and that's a big part of their game. I, I Look, Rob, I still think they are, as I said, a contender. You still got Micah Parsons wreaking havoc. And the fact is their front line puts so much pressure on the quarterback that that does make it easier on the defensive backs. And as long as they can continue to put big pressure on the uh, opposing team, then, you know, they should be, you know, they'll be pretty good. They they did get Stephon Gilmore in the offseason, which was now really a, a great move. And, you know, like you said, they won't be able to replace him. But this is why you've got your depth chart. And Doran Bland, Deron Bland, I think, will be the guy in there. Um, so, you know, we'll see how it goes. But I, I, I look, if they – and I don't we don't know that they were. It was two games. They looked awesome in the two games. If they were, Rob, a cut above, say, San Francisco and Philly as the best defenses in the league, or in the NFC at least, then I, they're no longer that. Um, but I think they could still, you know, be the equal of those defenses. And, and, you know, they still got a shot. Now, you picked them to reach the Super Bowl. Do you think that they can still do that without Trayvon? Yeah, I mean, can they do it? Sure they can. I mean, it just depends on if you can get somebody who can just hold it down. They're not they're gonna have to go up against and you know, obviously they played two uh what I would call not not the greatest teams, but they did what they needed right. to do and, and you'll have to see how that defense reacts when they play some of the better teams coming up. You know, and then I could have a real you know, kind of feel for it and feel for them and see where they are. Um but uh Right now, I'm gonna just stay with my pick and see, you know, see what happens. Uh, it's hard for me to to say, you know, no, they're not. I know a lot of people already had the 49ers ahead of them anyway, Chris. You right, know, and they're right. off to a two and zero start. So everybody wasn't lockstep on the Cowboys. There's uh, there's other people who believe the 49ers. No, are the I best didn't team. pick the Cowboys. Either. Right? Yeah, you, you I, they, a lot of you, I can say they looked like the best team through two games, but that I mean, Buffalo looked like the best game through team through two games last year. They look you know like a monster, right? Yeah. I mean, so it, you know, but I, I, my pick was Philly. 
I think uh, San Fran has been very tough. A couple right years there ago, Arizona threw seven games. Chris, uh, remember that? Mm-hmm. Seven and zero. They look like yep. they're on their way. Yep. So um, I, it'll be interesting if the defense does drop a notch. Uh, it'll be interesting if they have to rely more on the offense, and they shouldn't really, because like I said, the defense should still be great. But you wonder if they have to rely more on the offense. Will Dak? take on a bigger load and, and, you know, will they start putting it on his arm a little more? We'll see. But um, that's something that'll be interesting. And also, Rob, you wonder, I mean, obviously the players feel terrible for their teammate, and I'm sure they're going to try to use this as a rallying cry. Michael Parsons already posted something about being his brother's keeper. And, you know, so they're going to try to use this as a rallying cry, and we'll see if that, you know, how that goes as well. Yes, it's going to be very, very interesting for the Cowboys because it's a long season, Chris, yep. and even longer now with the extra game. And uh, it's a, it's a, you know, you're going to lose people along the way, and it's just how much you can plug up and and uh, and hold on. Right. So they have a talented roster. I mean, anybody oh, yeah. thinks that they're not going to be in the mix, I think they'll be in the mix. Uh, do, do they get to the Super Bowl? The Cowboys have been their own worst enemy, Chris, so could it be derailed? Yes, it can be derailed, but they have everything you need to make it happen. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team that cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. 
The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Right now, Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffaloes are all the rage. They're 3-0 after going 1-11 last year, and they got a huge game this weekend against uh, number two. 10, is it, Rob G? 10 or number 10, Oregon. And uh, Colorado, number 19. But right now, Rob, the talk is about Deion Sanders and the coaching job he is doing. Rob G, uh, tell us about this article that was in The Athletic. Yeah, the folks at The Athletic surveyed 10 NFL executives to gauge whether or not they think Deion Sanders would become a hot head coaching candidate for the 2024 NFL coaching cycle. Of the 10, seven said definitely that if, teams If he would, loses his next eight games, that be teams a, a would be coaching. seeking okay. to interview Deion Sanders. And three of them said that they wouldn't rule it out, but they thought it was too early to say definitively yes or no. There you go. That's the guy I would have been in that vote. Yeah, I mean, look, they don't have to win these next two games. But if they get blasted, if they get blasted and finish, say, 7-5, and five, I mean, that's a nice year. But I don't know, Rob, if at that point people are breaking down his door to make him a head NFL coach. Right, right. It would, it would have to be, like, something really special to, to be able to do it. That doesn't mean that in time he can't be, Chris. That's not what I'm saying. Because in time he could be. Because Dion has a lot of things, and you see what he's done to Colorado for an organization. He would be a star head coach that people know, a Hall of Fame football player, a guy who played two professional sports, uh, a guy who has charisma and has a, the great gift of gab with the media. I mean, he has a lot of things you like about Dion. Well, and, and you're hitting on it. And I, I look, I do think it's possible sooner rather than later, or at least for him to get those offers. I'm not saying he'd take it, and I'll get into that a little later. But if they, I painted a scenario that was, you know, not the worst case by any stretch, but they get blown out. But if they win one or two of these next games uh, or play them close, let's maybe more realistically play these two ranked teams close. They got USC after. Uh, uh, this week's game against um, Oregon. And let's say they finish eight and four, nine and three, and, you know, play 
these top-ranked teams closely, maybe he will get offers right away. Because as you said or alluded to, Rob, it's about the bottom line for a lot of these teams. Obviously, they want a coach that can win. And he's shown at least at this so far that he can do that. But, Rob, look at the money Colorado is making right now. Look at the buzz about Colorado. The Dallas Cowboys, I get it, America's team. But haven't won a thing in 28 years, and they are skyrocketing in value because they're an exciting story. Their owner's always in the news, you know, this and that. Dion, obviously playing for the Cowboys, obviously has all of that, you know, in an individual form. He has all of that panache that the Cowboys have. And uh, he would be a draw for a, a team. Now, to me, Rob, the question is, would Dion go? Because he said that he wants to coach at the college level. He said he doesn't want to coach at the NFL level. He has said that he likes mentoring these young men at this college age, even high school, you know, as you're recruiting kids. And he has actually called it his quote-unquote ministry, Rob. And so I'm not sure he would go to the pros. It's easy, though, to say when you're not getting offers. (laughs) So I'm not saying he definitely wouldn't, but I'm just saying he has said that he doesn't – that's not something he aspires to. Yeah, I I think that could change, you know, as you go on and – and there's a offer on the table, and then you realize in college, and you know this, uh, college is different. You got to keep up with the kids, Chris. There's a lot of babysitting. You got to hope that people stay eligible, grades, behavior. You know what I mean? Like, there's a right. lot uh, from the coaching standpoint to be able to have it's a, a program. It's a little easier now because of uh, at least, you know, with the NIL, before NIL, of course. You could lose players for, you know, taking money and stuff. Now you don't right, have to but worry just, as much right, about but that, still but there's still a lot right, of other things. Other, other totally things agree. that could derail a program. Yeah. Um, and I, I think Dion has a lot of things that, like to me, uh, why, why he would be attractive as a head coach in the NFL is because, A, he played in that league at a high level, a Hall of Famer. B, um, and I'm talking about he can't sway guys who are going to get cashed out. You know what I mean? And and Absolutely. like it's that, gonna down to the, it's going to come down the to the dollars. But yeah. but there are a lot of other players, Chris, who who make a difference where the money's the same. And would you rather play for Dion, somebody I know about his history, and you know what I mean? And and I feel like I got a kinship. He played in the league. I got mad respect for this guy, played in a high level. This other guy, I don't know where he came from. I'm just saying, you know, as a player. And I think that he can maybe get some pieces, parts that maybe some other guys couldn't get if everything's the same. You know, the money's the same. Well, that's the thing, if everything's the same. Yeah, I'm just saying, because there's a lot of players where they don't have, they're not getting the big time Well, those are basically the, the, you know, the lower rung players. Um. In a, in a real battle for a free agent, I think there's going to be a difference in money. You know, it might not be huge. And maybe even if it's not huge, Rob, you know, maybe 
some guy, if it's a million dollars less per year or something like that, a guy might go to Dion. But I do think that would be, that's still, you're not able to control your personnel like you can in college. And I think, I'm not, I think he'd be a good NFL head coach. I mean, there's nothing we've seen to tell us Deion Sanders could not be a, a, a great coach at any level. But I think he is tailor-made for college, Rob, particularly the way it works now with the NIL. Because as you, you pointed out, all his charisma, his personality, his resume, which is virtually unmatched, and his swag and all of that. He, his recruiting, whether it's in the NI or the uh, uh, portal or high school, is going to be out of this world. Out of this world. And then with NIL, he attracts NIL deals because of who he is and all that. And that is going to get kids to hop in the portal and want to go to Colorado, whatever school he may, he might be at. And he, so in college, Rob, he's going to be able to really make sure he, I think he has pretty much top flight personnel wherever he's at in the NFL. Yeah. The, the, the occasional time where the money is even, it, it might be an advantage for him. But overall, I think these dudes are going to go where the money is best. And, you know, they got the cap and yeah, all these I, other things. So yep. I, I don't think you'll have nearly the uh, advantage in uh, putting together his roster and the pros that he would have. In yeah, but, I, but the flip side and the pushback is that I'm not so sure that uh, Colorado, you're winning a national championship. I mean, I, I, I get Why it. Not? I, I I don't know because I because I mean they did they they won one didn't they win one under Bill McCartney in the nineties? Been a long time if they did. Yeah, it's yeah. been a long okay. time. But, but they, my point yeah. is with some of these other schools and whatnot, and and there's it just depends on how this all plays out. Because as we said, you start out three and zero, and if you finish the season, oh, of course. you know what I mean. Then, then it's Dion. You know, like it was a nice story, and people, Little Wayne was having a concert, and everybody was showing up. And then uh, you're on a four-game losing streak and it hasn't been pretty. I don't know if it's the same feel. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. I mean, look, and I think now in Colorado did win a national championship in 1990 uh, with Bill McCartney. Yeah, I forgot about 1990. Yeah, you remember I, I, that, right? I, I, with I don't Cordell remember that. Stewart. I don't well, think I don't he remember, was on that team. I, I remember think. Cordell Stewart because he beat Michigan yeah. with an unbelievable throw. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, I don't know if he was on the national championship team, but yeah, he I probably was. Um. But, Rob, yeah, I mean, and, and here's where it's it's interesting because things have been skewed a bit, Rob, because he started 3-0 and with that victory over 17th-ranked TCU. That's a huge that one was to in start. The championship, Absolutely. Rob. Well, it's, it's positive in that regard, Rob, and obviously right now everything's been positive. But had they – say they had lost to TCU and then win these next two games. Um. Now, okay, you're two and one, but you didn't beat a ranked team. They might, they good chance they wouldn't even be ranked. And then if they finish seven and five, Rob, that would be like a huge success, right? Now that they've started three and zero, they're ranked nineteenth. Everybody's expecting big things from them. 
I know they're still underdogs in most of their remaining games, but the public eye, Rob, the casual fans that are now tuned into this because of Dion and what Colorado's doing, they're expecting big things. And so if he finishes seven and five after this start, what you're saying might be true. It could be viewed as a, a little bit of a negative. Whereas had they been a little more, you know, no, right. To build to build to hot. it. Right. Yeah, to build yeah. to it. Right. Well, we'll see. It really just depends on if the games are competitive and, and I know he's without his best one of his best players. Hunter, right. So that hurts. But if the games are competitive, then people will feel better about it. If they I mean they're twenty some odd point underdogs. If they lose by twenty five or thirty and it isn't close, you know what I mean? Then right. then it looks it looks worse. I think it was probably going into this game, and look, Oregon's not a world beater. I get it, they're ranked tenth, but they they struggled and, and darn near lost to Texas Tech, who's one and two. So I think they got a chance in this game, or at least it should be close. But Rob, I think it probably helps Colorado in their own mind and psyche that they had that battle last week. Because had they blown Colorado State out, Rob, they might be. I get it. You're still facing the top 10 team, so you're going to be on your guard. But they probably would have been a little cockier. You know what I mean? Now I think they they understand, look, we're not, we may not be as good as we think we are. I know that's a whole part of their thing is we, we're great and we're all that. But I think now the coaching staff can really get on them like, look, if we don't come to play – and I – I think they probably thought they were going to destroy Colorado State, Rob. Well, yeah, and that, they made that it was a talk, game. and and they had to, by the skin of their teeth, pull it right. out. But let's just give you some numbers on Oregon uh, ranks number two nationally in scoring. Chris, fifty eight points a game. But they've been playing right. Portland State and Hawaii. But that's what you play in the beginning of the season, right? Uh, number three in uh, total offense, five hundred eighty seven yards a game. The Ducks have won. Here's the here's the real one. And Eugene, that's what they've won twenty six. Chris. Of their last twenty-seven home games, oh yeah, it's gonna be. Now, I mean, tough that, up there that Eugene, right? right that, that's right. the hard part. And they've allowed in those games less than nineteen points a game, so they're currently twenty-one point home favorites, and that's what it should be. I mean, right? That's what it should be. I think it's a tad high. Um, again, considering that the two teams they beat with no hunter with tomato cans, yeah. Because I, I mean, look, Travis Hunter is great. I don't want to take anything away from him. But they still got some good skill position players. Dylan Edwards and Jimmy Horn Jr. Their problem is the front line. And that's where I think when they face some of these better teams, that's where they could have some trouble. But we'll see. But, um, yeah, it's going to be one more exciting weekend. Uh, And if they get blown away, Rob, I mean, obviously people will tune in to see Caleb Williams of USC against Shadur Sanders. But um, it, it could be a little, you know, some of the bloom could be off the rose if they get blasted in Eugene. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. 
witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Interesting story. Nine is in Marlon, the red zone. Nine is in the red zone. Yeah, right? Marlon Humphrey um, was talking about Bill Belichick recently, and uh, Rob G. Let's hear what that sounds. Is Belichick elite or is Tom Brady elite? That's the million dollar question. It's looking more like Brady, <laughs> but it is what it is. I don't know if Belichick was ever daggum dirty. Wow. Did you get? Did you get check that? Did you check? Did you <laughs> What? Dude, what? If they're washed, they had to have been <laughs> dirty. Oh my gosh. Uh, Belichick was never whoa, whoa, that guy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm saying Tom Brady's that. Uh, they were together, though. You can't say it was one of the. Yeah. But Tom won one without him. A, like, if this year still goes down, it's like, is that three that's been losing seasons? Mm-hmm. This is the year. And this is the same for Bam. Hey, it's all pendings, but it's looking like some people are getting washed. Uh, Rob, what are your thoughts on that? Chris Marlon. Rob just, G, what what uh, podcast was that? That was his that own was, podcast. That was Don't Listen to This Podcast at Any Time. It's called The Punchline Podcast. Yeah, that, okay. It's a comedy podcast. Is that what this is? Is it a parody? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, Chris, it's embarrassing some of these guys. Really? Like like can you do Rob your- does not like these athlete no. podcasts. No, boy. I don't because Chris, you could have an opinion if you want to, but to totally discount Bill Belichick and the top five defenses that he put together. When they beat the Rams in the Super Bowl, Chris, the last one that Brady and Belichick, Brady had no touchdowns. The Rams came in averaging 35 points a game, and they scored three points on an 89-yard field goal. Like, like you got to give the guy some credit, okay? I'm not saying if you want to say who had a better 
uh, impact on the Patriots, Tom Brady or Bill Belichick, but to say to, to discount him totally like he had nothing to do with it, it is mind-boggling. When Tom Brady had his great comeback against Atlanta, guess what defense shut out the, the Falcons, Chris, in the second half? It was Bill Belichick's defense. That, that's right. all I'm saying. Like, like you can have an opinion and, and say you would pick Brady over Belichick. I, that's not what I'm arguing. But to act as if he has nothing to do with it. And then he goes, somebody chimed in and said, well, Brady won without him. Belichick also was a defensive coordinator when the Giants won two Super Bowls in New York. Well, that ain't the same. No, but, I, but my point that. is he won. He did win. Yeah, but we don't we don't we don't put rings. No, on but I'm talking about he like was a that, part yeah. of that defense with Lawrence Taylor and all those people yeah. who were involved. That's I all mean, that's I'm saying. Nice, but nah, I, I, it's a part of his not, resume. It's a part of his yeah, resume. Yeah, but a lot of guys that aren't good head coach, Josh McDaniels, how's he as a head coach? No, I'm not I, saying no, he's but the I'm equivalent def- to Belichick. I'm just saying to winning it as a coordinator or another I'm saying position that's a part of his different. resume that you cannot discount. He makes it like he didn't do anything. Is my point? I, yeah, I'm not defending Humphrey. All I'm saying is I, I would I disagree with throwing in Belichick's ring with San Francisco or with the, the Giants. His two rings, right? Oh. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, because I don't throw when I talk about Josh McDaniels as a head coach. I don't throw in all the rings he won in New England as offensive coordinator. And so I'm not now. Let me get to this. I disagree, obviously, with Marlon Humphrey. Here's the deal. And I've been critical of Belichick as far as what he's done without Brady, which is not much. Just keeping it real. He's he's coached for 10 seasons without Tom Brady. He's made the playoffs twice. So, but here's the deal. You cannot take away from Bill Belichick what he has accomplished. First of all, I'll start here, Rob. Even though I believe, like, if you have to, if you're forced to pick one, who was more responsible for the dynasty? Both of them deserve their flowers and accolades. I would say Brady, because like I said, what Belichick's done without Brady, not much, two playoffs, 10 years, um, and Brady going to Tampa Bay and winning it without Belichick with a 7-9 and team the year before. But that does not mean you have to take away and act like Belichick is chopped liver. Even if he didn't do anything in Cleveland before he got Brady, what he did with Brady, he deserves credit. Rob, look, as much as I, good as I think Tom Brady is, he, he would not be who he is without Belichick. Belichick gave him the chance, stuck with him when Drew Bledsoe, who was a pro bowler, four times, I believe, came back and stuck with Brady. And like you said, at that point in his career, Brady was a game manager. And Belichick's defenses were a huge, huge, the driving part of their success. Later on, you know, a few years later, Brady became this great passer and prolific passer. And But the first few Super Bowls, there was a largely the defense And the fact is this, right? You can look at a lot of the great coaches, Rob. And when they didn't have the great players, the Hall of Fame players, they didn't win. We don't take away from them. Rob, Greg Popovich, he just had four horrific seasons in San Francisco, in San Antonio without Tim Duncan. We're not going to take away 
what he did with Duncan. Go go look at Don Shula at the end of his career. And Don yep. Shula was a great coach with Baltimore first and then the Dolphins. Yep. Yep. I think Tom Landry, right, it struggled late in his career. I mean, he got fired, you know, by uh by Jerry Jones. So you can't the point is you just can't take away and and Bill Belichick obviously a defensive a terrific defensive coach. But my point Rob is just that even if you want to be critical of him, you want to say Brady was more responsible, the fact is Belichick has won 6 Super Bowls. And no matter how you slice it, like we said, you can look at all the great coaches, Rob, and once they lost a lot of their great players, most of them or many of them, their success, you know, was gone. I mean, Tom Landry, the great Tom Landry, right? His he, Four of his last five years, Rob, he didn't make the playoffs with the Cowboys. Then he was fired. Right. And no. so, but nobody takes that away from but you. I'm, don't I'm, say, oh, without Starbuck and Tony Dorsett, he didn't do anything. Right. I just, I just think for – it just doesn't make any sense to me. I, like I said, you could pick who you think had the more, most impact if you want. I'm not going to argue that. It's everybody's opinion, okay? Right. But but to discount a guy when Chris during his Super Bowls, can I give you the defenses where they were ranked in the NFL? Uh oh, sixth, man. first, second, eighth, first, and seventh. So we're in the top ten, top top eight in all of the Super Bowl winning years. Twice they were first overall and one second. That's pretty darn impressive. No, no doubt. And that's again, that's his Strength. That's his side of the ball. We, we talk about Brandon Staley, and the Chargers I'm glad coach. you brought it up. He's supposed to be a good defensive right, coach. Right. <laughs> They've been going the opposite way. That's what that's right? what you look for. Like 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 Belichick didn't do great with the offense and all that, but you can't tell me that he didn't have his hands on that defense, and that's what Brandon Staley should be. He has a stud quarterback. Work on the defense, Chris, to get right. stops at the end of the games and close out wins. Right. And look, Rob, Belichick, bottom line, is a made man. Again, you can, as you said, I I think, you know, Brady was the driving force, you know, more so, but I don't take anything from Belichick. I I think he's done winning. I don't have them making the playoffs this year. I don't I don't necessarily think he'll ever make the playoffs again. I mean, we'll see if they get a some great quarterback to replace Mac Jones or whatever it is. But I, I, I think their dynasty is done. It won't be the first time, all right, that a great player left and a team was done winning. All right, but that doesn't mean you can't take away from what the man did when he had Tom Brady. Heck, Rob, like a lot of coaches may not have discovered Brady. I mean, real talk, right? It could have easily happened. He wasn't drafted high or anything. If you ever see that that uh, dad bod pick, you would be looking like, is this guy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. he didn't look that great, Chris. No, he looks way better now. You know, he does. What, 30 years later or whatever, it is, 20, 25 years later. Yeah, it's, um. so yeah, I mean, I, I don't, and I don't think Humphrey, I mean, you heard him at the end. He, I can't remember exactly what he was saying. He's kind of playing around, but, you know, you throw stuff out like that and it, it you know, it, it I, we say it all the time, Rob. It, it is important that athletes that want to get in this business, you got to say something. Right. Right. But you you just, can't just protect your boys, protect the coaches you play for, not be critical, not be honest, really. 
But then you also you got to be able to back up what you say. And and and, and Chris, you have to uh, protect your cre- um, credibility, Brand? your right. credibility, because if you just go off the deep end and just start throwing stuff out, people will not listen to you. Right. They'll be like, "This dude's a joke. This dude's not serious about this." Right. He said that you know that's not where you want to be. Saying stuff, I agree with that. But if he made the case and broke down why Brady was better, then you have something that people can listen and go, you know what, Humphrey made me really think about it. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you're looking for. Right. Yeah, I mean, you don't win six Super Bowls doing nothing. Just doesn't I mean, happen. <laughs> and you right. know, I'm not a big Belichick guy. Right, either. right, I'm not, right, right. I'm not going to sit here and act yeah. like he he's not a good coach. I mean, and I Rob, let's keep it real. I mean, I, I believe Tom Brady's the GOAT. He's the GOAT because he won so much. He's not the GOAT because he's necessarily the best we've ever seen throw the football. But he accomplished so much, and obviously he was great, you know, in in many of those Super Bowls, many of those Super Bowl runs. And he's got fantastic individual stats too. But there's a certain level of accomplishment that you just can't ignore. And Bill Belichick's hit that level and then some. He's won as many Super Bowls as any franchise. Right. It just (laughs) by himself. But it's a joke, right, that that, that he would just kind of, you know, trying to be cute or whatever, which is fine. But you got to be careful. Do not hurt your credibility so that people right. won't take what you say. If we just came on here every day, Chris, and just said some outlandish stuff off the top of our head, people would not be listening to the show. Right. That's just, right. I, I don't care what any, they'd be like, this is a joke. These guys aren't serious. One thing, and you've been on the, the debate shows and all that. I'm on one now, first things first. The thing is, you you have your point, have your opinion. But you got to be able to back it up. Rob, you know, these debates will go 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Like, you have to have plenty of information to back up the point that you're making. And so if you want to try to bring information that Bill Belichick was never a good coach, then have at it. But you got to, you know, I don't think you're going to find much. Like I said, I, I can find stuff to say Brady was the driving force in my view. But I'm not going to say Belichick wasn't a good coach and, you know, got lucky and, and so on and so forth. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80 live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. The best athletes don't just play the game. They change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. 
It's easy. And best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io.